Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, here we are. We are the Browns postgame show here on the Fanatical L's Network. And no, the game is not over yet, though the lights are out. Uh, We are coming to you live here on the Fanatical L's Network. So if you are tuning in, you can see us on YouTube, on Twitter or X and on Facebook. Thank you for coming back to us. We had a great pregame show earlier this evening. And uh, tonight we are joined by our great colleague, Joel Cade, the left guard the What the Elf host and uh, football philosophy and rocket science. And uh, how are you, Joel? I'm doing all right. I'm kind of fed up with this football game. They need to just cancel it and move on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lights are out. You you know, it's like a bull Durham. You win some, you lose some, and some get canceled by light delays. So, (laughs) I mean, let's just call it what it is. I mean, NBC has been pretty much just doing interviews the whole game anyway. (laughs) It's not like they're actually broadcasting the game. They're just broadcasting I mean, would, interviews. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is an icon. I mean, he he was interviewed for twenty thousand minutes the entire time during the interview during the uh, uh, whole drive the Browns had with their new rookie quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson, who did a great job. And yet we get to hear how much Chris Collinsworth loves Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, because that's important. You know, when the owner of Pro Football Focus comes out and says he loves somebody, you got to pay attention. Right, right. You know, that's important for some reason. I don't know why. I um, I saw earlier today before the game started. There, did you see the video of of um, who was it? The uh, well, yeah, our commissioner of football. Uh, what Roger Goodell? Okay, <laughs> clearly uh, I haven't seen this video. He's hugging and and getting really. Uh, very uh very happy to talk to Deshaun Watson. It was I'm a very sure he is. Yeah, you should see the video. It's it's I'm sure that was totally not orchestrated for television at all or anything. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, this so is the, the Browns, same day. No, this is the same day they come up with that new policy for, for players where they can now yeah. suspend you for stuff that you do in college. So now they have a policy in place that allows them to suspend Terrell Pryor for his tattoo stuff before he comes into the NFL. Isn't that crazy? I saw your story. When you sent that to me, I was just like, what the hell? Like, this is like, it's just nuts. I mean, I've you know, even in the work field, other jobs, you just like, what, so what do you think, just so that the Borg can just have complete and utter control? I it's mean, all forever? PR. It's all PR. It, it's all about making the shield, protecting the shield, making the shield look good. They They pretty much have absolute control. They just impose these policies without any input from the NFL Players Association. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the whole Deshaun Watson investigation where the judge that they had come out and do this who pointed out that their policies are just terrible. Mm-hmm. They probably wouldn't have had a policy committee and they came up with this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, just boneheaded, just dumb. It, but it's um, awful. Um, so currently, we're, we the game is restarted in the fourth quarter. The Browns are uh, losing 16 to 14, but... They they came out in the second half uh, with their like their rookie guy who who did some nice things. Obviously, this is the glorified scrimmage and whatnot. And everybody right now who's on the Demet, on the, the the Demetric Felton train are back on it big time, saying, "Oh God, we can't cut this guy." Um, but uh, you know he's done some nice things. But against you know second, third, fourth, fifth stringers, I'm I'm sure. So um, so yeah, the first half, Kellen Mond. Uh, quarterback for the Brownies, and you know he did some good things. I heard Stefanski talk at halftime about how he liked kind of what Mond was doing and and running the system and hearing the plays and getting them called at the line of scrimmage. So that's good. He did throw mm-hmm. an interception uh, for a while there on Twitter or X uh, social media platforms. People thought that same old Browns. Cade York missed a forty-nine yard field goal. Uh, general observations about the game so far. And does it really matter? <laughs> you throwing that to me? Yeah, I'm throwing that to uh, you. You know, I'm. I would, if I was the Browns, I wouldn't even go for touchdowns. I'd get inside whatever amount of yardage you want to see your kicker kick a field goal, and then just yes. kick a field goal. I mean, I'd be doing that all preseason. Let's just get Cade York correct, get him right, get his head right, get his headspace right. So just you know, go like right now. I mean, I see him on the TV, man. Yeah. They should just go down and kick a field goal. Right. Just let this guy kick the ball. I mean, I'm not a big fan of kickers, but if you're going to have one on your team, you ought to, like, get him head, his head right. And that right. Bohorquez guy, man, kicked yeah. like a 100-yard punt. Right. That guy could have caught the ball. He could have ran it for 30 yards before a Browns player was near him. Why not right. just kick it 20 yards less and then <laughs> just have your guy on top of him so he makes a fair catch? Right. I mean, I, I just I mean, stuff the Browns do, man. It's preseason, <laughs> but Bahorquez has been doing that his whole career, right? So that's that's nothing new, you know. Kick the ball a hundred yards, and then like it gets shocked, like oh my gosh, they returned it. Like, well, yeah, because there's <laughs> nobody can run the hundred yard that fast. So we're watching the offense is back on the field. We got Robinson out there. I don't know if you're on a tape delay or where how, what you're watching. I'm on the game a delay. On I got Joe Klecko on my screen. So. Oh, you still got Joe Klecko. Okay. <laughs> well, Robinson just threw a, a, a pass. The uh, other running back that just came into the game right now uh, is Hall, Hassan Hall. We talked about him on the pregame show, kid from Georgia Tech who played at Louisville and then had a pretty decent last year at, at uh, Georgia Tech. There, And uh, he's been taking the kickoffs tonight. 
Uh, oh, is this Dimitri... the guy that basically almost gave up a safety on the first play of the game? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if he had put his foot out of bounds there, that would have been a safety, then, correct? I'm like, like, I'm just like, you know, telling my son we're gonna watch this game, and I'm just like, you know, we're gonna watch the worst football I've ever watched, and that's called professional football. He's like, oh, I can't be that bad. Here comes the kickoff. Dude tries to catch the ball in his helmet right. or something, <laughs> and then like starts like ignoring the ball, and I'm like, if he doesn't get on that, first of all, that could be a touchdown for the Jets. Right. Second, if my ball goes out of bounds, it's a safety. I don't it's know what a safety. This guy's- thinking he's doing right now but he's like nonchalantly running well, he was there. probably a little nervous I give the kid a little bit of a you know first time ever you know it, it wasn't a good moment for the kid but you know he's had a couple decent you know uh runs off off the kickoffs now he's got now who do they got in here now they got that mccreary guy from uh the ravens um that's pre-season. the guy elliot likes. no hall no they got hall back in there yeah elliot, was, elliot likes Right, that Elliot was talking about. By the way, Elliot was just fantastic earlier today. He um, came to us live. For, they were at, is it Tuli's or uh, Tooties? Um, they're in Dayton outside of, of Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek, oh, yep. Yep, yeah. We were saying earlier that we we're going to have to all meet there for an, uh, an away game some some afternoon. Uh, when we That'd all be can... fun. Yeah, so he was there. He ordered a Reuben pizza. And uh, just had a nice run from Hall. And uh, he was drinking um, rum out of a pitcher of, uh, well, <laughs> so it was classic Elliot. We really, uh, really, really enjoyed that. So, um, boy, this Jones kid, you know, from Ohio State, watching him on film, I mean, he's on camera right now, and he's ginormous. Uh, yeah, he's, what, was, what was that movie that came guy. Yeah, what's the movie that, uh, the Blind Side movie? That's what he the kid reminds yeah, but Michael me. Michael Orr wasn't that big, really. No, Michael Orr wasn't that big. Okay, he was just big because he was playing against high school students. In the that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> you ever see that picture of Miles Garrett running sprints with his high school team, and like Miles no. Garrett looks like he does today, and like a whole bunch of like skinny white kids. It was yes, a classic picture. Yeah, you got to go look it up. Hey, I got well, some now, thoughts on this game. Yes, so let, me, yes. let me get to my thoughts you, on this game. You, you get the, your thoughts so, out, yes. All right, so they almost had this disastrous safety to start the game. Right. He teach that kid how to catch kicks. Yeah. But I want to talk about the defense. I know uh, the defense out here starting to run a different scheme, and I was really interested mm-hmm. to see if they are going to double gap, if they're going to single gap. Uh-huh. And they look like they're out there double gapping. And, uh-huh. and my not to my surprise at all, but to the surprise of some people, Jordan Elliott had a great game. Tommy uh-huh. Togiai had a great game uh-huh. because they know how to double gap. Uh-huh. And so they look like a completely different defensive line out there, even as backups. Can you just briefly, like year. in 30 seconds, explain what a double, like I know you've explained this, but to me again, uh, because okay. I'm not. So the, the Jets are out there single gap scheming. So uh-huh. all their defensive linemen are doing is jumping into a gap. And that's okay. the space between two offensive linemen. Yeah. And yep. trying to just make disruption in the backfield. Okay. That's that's what kind of drives their thing. Yeah, what the Browns are doing are saying, okay, we're going to line up in off shades and these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But then we're going to, you know, fire into the offensive lineman, read what the heck they're doing, and then make an adjustment and try to run to the football. So you've seen all night the Browns have been around the football. Yes. That's what a double scap scheme will do for you. It will get you around. The, the Browns just apparently on my screen to score a touchdown. Um, oh wow! Really? The the Browns defense will be around the there football. You go. 
And that kind of scheme will also put linebackers in good positions because it'll free them up and let them run free. Okay. So I think the Browns defensive line, I know we're doing great talk about this touchdown or whatever. The Browns defensive linemen look really good at double scheme, double gapping right now. So you're basically Isaiah McGuire. Yeah. Isaiah McGuire looked like he was doing a great job. Siaki Ika looked pretty good. I mean, Mm -hmm. it looks like they've got their technique down, which is going to be the real thing here. To, well, I guess so. You're, the, the double gaps are basically you're you're going to hit the guy on the offensive line, mm-hmm. and then you're going to based on that you're going to determine how you're going to play. Right. So yeah. you're either going to like you could line up and shoot one gap, and you're responsible for that one gap. Right. Or you can fire into the offensive lineman, and you become responsible for both gaps on either side. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that depending yeah. on what the offensive lineman is doing is where you're going to try to get into which I, gap. Iki didn't look. I mean, and I guess the flight of foot. He didn't. He hasn't seemed like super. Like doesn't look like a fast guy. And maybe you know, just seeing him play a little bit tonight. But but he did get in there mm-hmm. a few times, like you spoke of. By the way, that was Austin Watkins, the cousin of Sammy Watkins. Who got that touchdown? Who is our Steve Gill is really high on Austin uh, Watkins. It looked like a nice sharp pass there by Dorian Thompson Robinson. Browns have taken the lead uh, as we get uh, through the fourth quarter here. So back to your thoughts, though, Joel. No, I'm just saying I think the the defensive line looked like a professional defensive line mm-hmm. in a double gap scheme, which is actually somewhat impressive given that mm-hmm. you know they're they're going from a single gap scheme, mm-hmm. but. I will say this, they've been drafting a lot of double gap scheme players mm-hmm. over the last few years. So yeah. it, it only makes sense you put them in a scheme where they can actually do what they're supposed to be doing or actually are good at what they're doing. Uh-huh. And and you and they actually perform well at it. You know, so I mean you draft them to do one thing, you make them do something else. Now they're actually going to be um you know, they're actually going to be doing what they were drafted to do. So that should make it a little easier for the the defensive line and make it more of a smooth transition. Right. And uh, other notes I have here, I think Anthony Schwartz, I don't know what to think of this guy. I don't know what to do, man. He just fumbled against like the fourth team and he's probably got a concussion. We'll probably hear about the concussion later. Um, I think he's been out there, so maybe he doesn't have a concussion. No, I don't think he did. I saw him. He did uh, catch something earlier, um, just a little bit before we came on the air. He caught a pass? He did. He did. Good for him. Yeah. All right. But I think the the story of the night belongs to the sideline hats. Have you seen the hats these people are wearing? Like, first of all, we'll start off with Joe Thomas. Uh Joe Thomas has the black hat with the white front with the elf. That's a tremendous hat. That is. I mean, I would like to get myself one of those hats. The other hat I want is the one that Deshaun Watson's wearing. Oh, dude, I want that one. The winner hat. With like with Cleveland on the front and the, and the Browns, elf. yeah, yeah, and you got the elf right there on the front. Yeah, that is that is amazing. I'm like already I looking for that it. online. Yeah, have you seen I'm it? Anywhere? Already looking for it. I have not seen it yet. That's got to be man. Mm. You know the fanatics, you know website where you get all yeah. the pro gear, man. I've yes. been scouring that thing looking for that thing. As soon as I find it, I'm buying it. That one's awesome, and I love those winter hats. You know, being in Ohio, we got to wear yeah, those things. Yeah. It's not like it's... you know, people can buy some of our fanatical elf stuff. By the way, just to throw that out there, yeah, I'm gonna have. We should get a hat like that. We we should. We, we should we get a should. hat. I just watching on my screen with that hat, man. That, that's tremendous. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous yeah. of that hat. That is a sweet hat. 
I'm looking at it right now too. That definitely. I hey, I got a few compliments here. I, you know, I got my own, you know, old school here. Nice. Um, and you know, I I stopped over at the uh, Longhorn Steakhouse earlier for uh, uh, our carryout at dinner, and uh, the guys from Cleveland, and you know, I'm down here in Columbus, so he all he rolled down the window, and I had my my gear on. He's like, oh, I love it. He says, yeah. And I I told him all about the Fanatical Elves Network. Yeah, there you go. And he, and he wrote it down. He's going to tune in. He's uh, sending it to his friends and family, which we need you to do. Download, you know, uh, Spotify, Apple, just subscribe or follow us. Hit that. The other thing, too, is that people should hit the review button. Hit, give us five stars on Apple, and that goes a tremendously long way. And, like, uh, Joel, you were not here this afternoon, but our our downloads are, you know, we're quadrupling, and... Um, this month we're already ahead of where we were last month. So we are, wow. we really love everybody tuning in and we've got Joel's show here. Uh, he does his show. So uh, any other thoughts on, on the evening other than the hats? Well, I was going to say Kevin Stefanski's hat was top notch too, man. The trucker hat. That was, that was pretty good too. Oh, that is good. Yeah. I, I will say my last comment I got is, uh, you know, Joe Kelly jr. The preseason yes. hall of famer. They got to have yeah. a, a Hall of Fame for people who ball out in preseason and never make a team. That would be him. <laughs> well, it was mentioned earlier. BP of uh, Pepper, uh, Pepper Pike joined us on our show briefly, and he mentioned the the name Ben Gay. Do you remember Ben Gay? I remember end? Ben. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. So uh, I'm referring to John Kelly. No, John Kelly. I tell you, I got to give him props. I mean, I'm glad he got the touchdown tonight. He they said he had 14 touches of the ball uh, in the first what. 24 plays of the Browns or 30 some plays the Browns had in the first half. So he, he, he was very active in the first half, but honestly, man, I don't even listen to announcers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even listen to announcers. I just watch the game on silent because I, I prefer it that way. Yeah. All I know is I'm watching people get interviewed and it just drives right. me insane. Well, it was really bad today. Uh, you know, I'm not going to kid you. I mean, listen to Chris Collinsworth, gawk over Aaron Rodgers is just like, okay, how much Aaron Rodgers can we get? I mean, it was... Is 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 Aaron Rodgers to Chris, is Chris Collins to Aaron Rodgers the same as like John Madden to Brett Favre? Is it that level where like <laughs> like, oh my god, please marry my daughter or something? Hey, is, is by the it... way, I was telling uh, Elliot earlier good job on your interview uh, earlier this week with your Jets um, Oh, Dan uh, Dan, Dan Bunham? Bunham? Yeah, yeah this I, is the I, Jets Life, part of the Fanatical L Sports Network. I I didn't know if you had heard uh, my take on the, on on that interview. I talked about Actually, it briefly on the, on the it. Johnny Cleveland podcast. I just talked about how delusional uh, Many Jets, of Jets fans, fans are. are delusional. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sitting there, right? I'm asking them, like, okay, I, I'm looking at this ESPN ranking or some somebody ranking, yeah. and the Jets are seventh, and I'm like, that's ridiculous for the Jets to be seventh on the power rankings. Yeah. So I'm waiting for this guy. I'm like, as I'm setting him up, like, oh, we're probably should be around 10 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, that's way too low. We're probably top two or three. Like, oh, my God. Like, how do you even say that with a straight face? Like, I can look at it and say that 22 is probably too low for the Browns. Right. But they're probably between 10 and 15. They're not, like, top five. Sure. They're probably between 10 and 15 until they can prove they can be top five. Right. This guy's like, okay, you know, they're they're seven right now, and they should really be at like two or three. And 
I'm the throne. Like, you know. okay, let's test his rationality. Like, here's the Ravens sitting at five, which is absolutely insane. Crazy. Absolutely insane. I think the Ravens are probably right where they should be. I actually bet on them to win the Super Bowl last year. I'm like trying not to lose it on the air. Like talking to him. He's a good guy. I like him. Don't don't get me wrong. I just no, but it's interesting yeah. hearing other people have their takes on things. The most interesting take from that podcast, which was the football philosophy and rocket science, was yeah. his discussion of Elijah Moore as the preseason hero. Like Oh, yeah, he comes out in the beginning of the preseason and plays great in camp, and then you just lose him during the season. So we'll, we'll see if that comes the thing. Well, and you heard you heard my take. If you listen to the Johnny Cleveland show, I talked about Elijah Moore. I, mm-hmm. I hate Stefanski, and I hate Elijah Moore, according to some. I did that for you, Joel. Uh, I appreciate you, it. Yeah. Because uh, so you, see- you started in on this airplane thing. I'm yes. like, here we go. Here comes the hate. And then it was, uh, some people think I hate Stefanski. Well, like, you're doing it right now, so. <laughs> I did. You know, and if you heard my story, but it goes back. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you're, you said, and I, it probably happened, but your your take, I, I, I appreciate that. I just, I have this thing with Stefanski. I really do. I don't, and I think it's just because I don't get the pro game maybe as much as you do, and I maybe I want everybody to be saints and and nice and, and, uh, <laughs> And and players aren't like that, and we give way too they much live respect. In a different world, man. Oh, they do. No, they do. And when we're talking about it, we have no idea. I mean, we're talking about something that just is. I I can't get my head around. You know, as it, as a like a high school, junior high, pee wee football coach, right? You're teaching a lot of kids who are not yeah. going to play professional sports. Right? Sure. So you're trying to teach them life lessons and how to be good people. When you get to that level of professional sports, you're talking about kids who've just had a free pass on everything. Yes, well, I'm right. not going to discipline him because we bench him. We're not going to win a football game. We're not going to win a baseball game. Yeah. We're not going to win a basketball good, game. And good perspective. My, my right. job is bent on us winning games. So yeah. I'm going to let him slide on some of this stuff. So yeah. now that the game becomes, yeah, they're going to slide on that, but I got to give them a reason to care otherwise. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. What's going to happen here is, Somebody's going to contact the Browns. This is ridiculous. Right. And then they're going to find the players and the players right. aren't going to care because it's going to be like a hundred bucks a player or something. And that's like 0.01% of their salary. So they don't care, you know, and they're just going to go trash the next plane. Right. I, I just think, you know, if you got a plane sitting idle for six hours, go clean it up. <laughs> Why are you waiting to the last second? So, um, Let's wrap things up here tonight. We've got about five minutes to go in this game. The Browns are clinging to a 21-16 lead. Uh, Do give them props. They've done some nice things, obviously, against the fourth, fifth, and sixth teamers here. But, um, oh, they just jumbled the ball. I think that was uh, Felton again. Well, I tell you, seeing him in the backfield, he's just terrible. I mean, I scared to death of Felton taking punts. (laughs) I I mean, really, honest to God. He at games last season and the year before, especially last year, the the fan base in their sitting in their living rooms and the fan base at the stadium were all the same. We we were all like scared to death when Felton takes a punt, and right now he just jumbled it. Um, I tell you, that's why he's not going to make the team. I mean, I, I you know, honestly, they, I don't think Felton makes the team. No, he doesn't. If he was going to make the team, he wouldn't be the running back right now. 
Okay. Right. They're they're showcasing him. Maybe somebody wanted to pick up our sixth round pick. I don't know. Yes. I yes. can't see him making the team. I can't see Anthony Schwartz making this team, but I don't know. If if Marquise Goodwin's hurt and he can't get past these things, yeah. maybe you keep him just for his speed. So, I you so give him the next, ball, he's gonna fumble it. You, you get he yeah. gets hit, he's gonna I don't know what to do. Are there cuts um, this week? Do we have cuts coming up? All the, I mean, teams may cut people this week. Okay, but the official cuts don't happen until after the third game. Okay, so there's okay. no tiers anymore of yeah cuts this week, cuts next week, cuts the third week. Okay, it's all like all the cuts happen after the last preseason game. Okay, so but they can cut along the way if they want to. Yes, so okay, you might so find a guy like. If, if you think, okay, this guy's not going to make the team and we can't seem to trade him, you may cut him after the first preseason uh, game. Let him have a chance to be a free agent. Pick up a place yeah. where he wants to go, that kind of thing. You may see some right. of that. The uh, Titans are out there cutting tackles, so, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so next week, the Brownies play the Washington Commanders, who might Whatever change their called. name again. Yeah, they might change their name again before – Next next weekend, but they're using um, the term Redskins with the utmost respect. Is that a Redskin? Is let me say, is that a Redskins with a C in it with instead of the K? Are they or I'm sorry, I don't know. But according to Ron Rivera, they use it with the utmost respect. So I, yeah. I've never racially insulted someone with the utmost respect, but apparently this goes on. Can we go back to the Cleveland Indians? Can we just go back to the Indians instead of well, the all? We have to do is we say it's the Cleveland Indians, but with utmost respect. Right. And I think we'll be good, right? <laughs> what What do you think of that? Not to change the subject here. Are you in it? Do you follow baseball much? Some. Okay, so I mean, the Indians basically traded away a few players, and um, everyone feels like they're out of the out of the race, and they're only like two games out of first place. It's crazy. We're the first part of August. You still got two months of baseball, so it's just funny to me how. I mean, um, I, Josh Bell was a rental player, so I don't. Yes. I don't begrudge. Okay, we got Robinson running for his life here. Well, I tell you, that run he had in the third quarter where he danced along the sideline and picked up another 15, 20 yards. That was that was sweet. That was a Josh Dobbs uh sort of uh <laughs> preseason. Well, you know, he's thing. doing this right now against like the fourth and fifth teamers. So absolutely he, he's he's gonna have to get his reads better. His some of his reads aren't real good, and he's kind of tentative to throw the ball. So yeah. it's, he's relying on his legs more um, simply because of, you know, he's not real comfortable with the offense. Something out there he's not comfortable with. So he, right. they're doing a lot of hands-offs. And like, yeah. you know, he, he the speed factor will pick up for him, but I don't know if he's going to do it that well against mm-hmm. starters. Um, yeah. The other thing I would point out about the Browns' offense tonight is they ran one outside zone play run the entire first half. One. They come out in the first five minutes of the third quarter and ran five of them. Yes. So that they're clearly in run mode with Dorian Thompson Robinson. They're they're right. making it easy on him. And and I will say about these penalties the Browns have been getting for formations. Two of those formation penalties were on James Hudson. And the reason yeah. those are on James Hudson is because he's okay. lining up too far back. The rule is you have to have your helmet at the center's hip. And Hudson is off the line of scrimmage. And the okay. tight end is off the line of scrimmage. Right. The problem is because Hudson's off the line of scrimmage, it makes it look like the tight end is on the line of scrimmage, which then gets him covered up by the wide receiver, which okay. makes it a formation penalty. Tight ends are taught to line up where, like, 
every let's see, this is why the center is important. The yeah. center lines up and sets his stance. The guards set their stances off the center. Right. The tackles set their stances off the guards. Right. The tight end sets their stances off the tackle. So if your tackle's already freaking out that he's getting beat and he's mm-hmm. backing up, backing up, backing up, and yeah. backing up because he's right. afraid to get beat, then all of a sudden he's going to be off the line of scrimmage, which right. is going to mess up the formation, which is going to mess up the tight ends. It's going to mess up a lot of stuff. James Hudson just needs to get better is, is what it is. Yeah. No, line I know. Up, line up where you're supposed to I've and been, just play better. I've been really surprised. Um, I mean, do you think Hudson gets cut? I don't know, man. If they believed in him, they wouldn't have drafted Dewan Jones. I'll tell you that. I mean, the thing with Hudson is he came out of Cincinnati. He played defensive line. He hadn't played offensive line very long. His footsteps and his footwork was not the best, but he had athleticism, which is going for him. So you take a chance on a guy like this, thinking you can teach him how to play football at the pro level. Well, I don't know if that's working for him right now, although he's doing better than this left tackle. But I don't know if that's working for him right now. So they may just go Dewan Jones. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be that bad. I tell you, this Robinson kid, though, he's I, the, I know he's going against fourth and fifth stringers right now, but I just like his mobility. He's reminding me of a long, a young Deshaun Watson, who, you know, we're talking about. And for him to, um, you know, he's kind of a replica, almost hopefully with not the side stuff on the side. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm sorry. By the way, have, I just you, have you noticed? Twitter. Have you noticed that the NFL announcers are really trying to get away from that now? It's like the yes. NFL wants to move beyond it. Like they yeah. came out with their policy, they gave them some time before so the that's game. That's the social media post that's circulating of showing um, Roger Goodell with hands. Yeah, I think they're all just trying to get past it now. Like we've done our damage, we've done what we can to this guy. Right. Now we're just moving on because we don't want the image of the league to just be continually run through the mud. While he's playing football. Right, right, right. So we are on live. Uh, thank you for joining us. I know we have people watching us right now on the X, the the former Twitter. Um, and I've got my dog here too. So we're, we're the post-game Browns post-game show. Um, we got Joel Cade here, the left guard, part of our Fanatical Elves crew. And we're going to hang tight just for a few more minutes as we wrap things up. The Browns wrap things up tonight. But we've been talking about the Browns tonight. And we got to see a lot of young players. Uh, this, uh, you know, particularly the, the two quarterbacks went at it tonight. And Kellen Mond uh, started the game for the Browns. And Dorian Thompson Robinson has played in the second half. Uh, Jim Kelly, no, not Jim Kelly, uh, John Kelly, the uh, Browns running back, has uh, done what he does every preseason and looks like the next Jim Brown. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I don't um, think he was that good. No. By the way, did you see the, uh, the whole spiel this afternoon that they honored Jim Brown there in Canton? They had a um, conference um, thing going on there. Oh, we got another nice catch by. Is that Anthony Walker? No, Anthony. Uh, that's no. I don't um, know. I'll tell you what. I was stuck in traffic today for a long time. Yeah. What happened there? Tell us all uh, about your, 75 your northbound's a mess just south of Dayton. Yeah. Around the Moraine area. Yeah. And it's broken off in two lanes into one lane. And if mm. either one of them, then they come back together. It's it's a mess. Mm. I sat there for probably an hour. I was pretty upset. Mm. Well, we're just glad you're here with us tonight. And <laughs> I made it home. Yeah. 
No, next so next week again the Browns have a preseason their only preseason home game. Uh, I by the way I think uh, I've got a couple tickets. Oh look at this he's putting it a hundred yards and now this guy's going to take it back to the house. I'm thinking, oh, except out of bounds. Okay, I'm thinking well. this, you're going to hear this live if you're watching on the Fanatical Elves Network. That will give me. Uh oh, oh God! Did he take it back? You hear what I'm telling you? I mean, he kicked the ball 100 yards, which allows him to return the ball. And now you got all these people down there trying to chase this guy down. Just kick it 50 yards. Let the guys run down there, scare the crap at him, so yeah. he gets the fair catch, and you just move on with life. Right. Right. I, I don't understand why we got to play with fire all the time. So breaking news here, the Fanatical Elves Network is going to be giving away, that's right, two free tickets to the upcoming preseason home opener against the Washington whatever Redskins or whatever they're called. Um, So uh, you're hearing it first now, and we'll be posting details later this week. And if you'd like those tickets, you're going to have to follow the Fanatical Elves Network on the X, and you have to retweet us. And uh, be a Browns fan. <laughs> so there you go. So uh, spread the word, Joel, on your shows later this week as we start prepping for the next game. Um, I think it's, is it next Friday night or Saturday? Yeah, next Friday. Is it Friday next night? Friday, the 11th. The 11th. Okay. So um, so the Browns are clinging to a 21-16 lead. Right now they're coming up to the two-minute warning. They're throwing a lot of uh, uh, flags tonight. Uh, they they have not thrown as many flags as they should have been throwing. Uh, the Jets have lined up offsides pretty much every play. Right. I'm like, look at this. Like, what in the world are we doing right, here? Right. And that 47 is like like trying to time up the the snap has been in the neutral zone at least three times. And every time it's like, oh, they're going to call him for it this time. Then it's something else. They're going to yeah. call it this time. And then my son looks up. He's like, well, you guess you're not in mid season form yet. I was like, it's not me. It's the refs. Right. I don't even think they know what they're looking at right now. So the Browns, I'm just watching this defense. It's just a very vanilla defense right now. Not a lot. You know, no one's really blitzing, doing any of that activity. Do you think that that'll increase as we get through into the preseason games by the games three or four? Do you think Uh, Watson will be playing against Mahomes in that last preseason game out in Kansas City? Who knows? For the the NFL purposes and, you know. Who knows? I, I have no idea. I mean, one thing I'll say about a double gap defense is when you do blitz, they're not expecting it. And it, it is pretty effective. I, mm. I watched at least two blitzes tonight, and it that allowed the defensive lineman to get right in there and make a play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just calling out Isaiah McGuire for having a good game, and he went. They ran a – we used to call it a blood blitz in high school, but yeah. the end went out, the tackle went in, linebacker coming through the hole, yeah. and uh, McGuire was able to come around the tackle and make the play. So, okay. I mean, it, it, you know, what? They, I mean, they won a couple of I didn't see McGuire. What number was he? Do you remember? What He's wearing he... 57. 57. Okay. He's wearing 57. Thompson had a nice tackle in there, too, at one point. I think Isaiah Thompson, they kind of came back at him in one of those plays, maybe in the early in the third quarter. So, all um, right, Joel. Well, thanks for showing up. We appreciate I know we're, it's late. and uh, But thank you for joining us here on the Fanatical Elves Network. Uh, the Browns are clinging to a 21-16 lead as we talk Browns post game, which, which is not technically the post game yet, but I uh, saw some good things tonight and a lot of things to, for the Browns to build on. We'll have a lot more to talk about on the shows next week. We've got your shows, the What the Elf Was That, plus the football philosophy and rocket science. And I so, bring the philosophy to that part, just to be clear. You do. Elliot brings the rocket science. 
and Elliot brings the waitresses. I've been very yeah. impressed with, you know, first he starts dating a Cincinnati uh, Bengals cheerleader in his past. Then he goes and ta- gets the bartender to come out and talk to us. Her name was Wendy. Found that out. Um, and she was super excited. She had a really cool, like she was wearing a Browns gear and everything. So it was, it was pretty sweet. Did you hear him talking about Joe Namath and the bikini girls and stuff? A little the, bit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I don't know what's going on with that guy. i tell you what, look, tune into football philosophy and rocket science and just listen to Elliot, man. Yeah. He, he's something else. You just got to get him started. You were the, the best part of the, the interview that you had with the jets guys um, was that you were, when he started talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers, you kept saying, "Okay, wait, I forget the kid's name from the Jets." He says, "Okay, here we go. You're gonna here's here's Elliot. He's going to ruin your take or something like." Well, how did you? Oh, he was like, "Wow, well, there's nothing can bring me down." I'm like, well, Elliot will ruin it for you. Just watch. Yeah, you, yeah, Elliot. And he's like, "No, he can't." And then Elliot started Debbie like, downer. "Here it comes, Debbie, Debbie here it comes. He's, he's yeah. about to ruin it right here. Ruin ruin it right here. <laughs> That's classic." Well, you know, right. Elliot had a pretty good point. Like the, he's slowing down, which means you're gonna have to protect him better. Oh, I think so. And you know, mm-hmm. he's not gonna do what he did. You know, obviously, and he'll still be a good quarterback. And historically, he'll go down as somebody great. But man, to give him fifteen thousand minutes today during the during the Browns opening drive, especially the third for a guy quarter. who's probably gonna be playing in Minnesota next year. I mean, he's on the Brett Favre right. track to the Hall of right. Fame right now. Right. Right. It's like, and they talk like he's 40 years old and they talked on NBC tonight about how, well, you know, he's, you you really seem like you enjoy the game and you're, you're being a mentor and all these other things now. And I'm like, what the hell do you think he's been doing for the last, you know, he's, he's 40 years old. Like he's been in this position before. It's not like he, like he was in green Bay for 18 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're in one job and you're doing something for a long time, I mean, it doesn't matter what the job is. You're going to, you know, 18 years is a long time. So Yeah, and uh, eventually you're there long enough and you see all the new people come in. And you're like, I don't want to do this whole job by myself, so I'm going to teach this kid how to do it. You know, and, and if the, that's where the mentoring comes in. Like, yeah. I just don't feel like doing two people's jobs, so I'm going to teach you to do your job so I don't have to do mine and yours simultaneously. Right. <laughs> that's why people mentor. Yes. Come on, let's be real about what this is. <laughs> Well, I'm Joe. I'm going to stick on here just until the final um, bell rings here, just in case we have any other diehard. Yeah, I'll stick on to... with you. I'll stick okay. on with you. Well, well uh, you have you have any good jokes? No. <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, that's good. Um, so yeah, tomorrow. Richard Felton, um, Joe Maybe... Kelly Jr. or whatever his name is. See now the the Jets. Okay, it's second down. Uh, you're probably a second or two ahead of me, so. Don't tell me what they're going to call PI on that, aren't they? Oh crap! See, this is. You, 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 oh, I don't think they're going to. I mean, that was clearly PI, but they're not calling it. They're ready to go home. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they're going Man, home. I'm watching it after Watch you. He's just mauling him right now. That's oh, I clearly know. PI. That was a terrible. <laughs> um, he grabs that dude's arm like, not today. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you see that? I just saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's clearly you ahead of me. This is great, guys. So if you're watching this live, uh, Joel is about three seconds ahead of me on the stream. So um, if they score a touchdown, let I guess let, let, let the viewers know. So it's I have third down. All right. 
You gotta tell me what's going on here, Joel. Oh, there's a flag. Oh boy. Are they gonna be at the goal line? No, it's a delay of game. Oh, a delay of game. I don't know if we're allowed to announce these games like this, man. We're gonna get sued by the NFL. Oh, <laughs> we're not watching any. No one can see us. I mean, they can't see the screen. We're all good. <laughs> Robert Sala with his bald head. Yeah. So now the the uh, NFL's opening game is Thursday night when mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions go and play the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, lots of high hope for the Detroit Lions. I heard tonight on the broadcast that the Lions have. Oh, oh man, he dropped the ball. Oh, did he? Oh, see, you're Come telling on. me. Not... I... Was it almost an interception? Just watch. It's coming for oh! you. <laughs> he dropped the ball. It's like, classic. it hit him it Hit him in his hands, man. That's the problem. You... That was like, the Browns, uh, they've had a couple of those plays here in the second half. There was one earlier when we were on the air that the guy missed. Oh, that clearly they didn't show a replay. I wonder who that kid was. Anybody know? Wow. I don't know. They're probably doing an interview of a Hall of Fame guy right now. So, <laughs> so it's is it fourth down? Fourth and fifteen. Fourth and fifteen. Okay, oh, probably almost got some pressure. Uh oh. Oh, I think he caught it that time. Interception. Who's that? Who is that? Some guy who's gonna be bagging groceries, but oh, he did catch it! Way to go! Who is that? That's thirty-six. Uh, some guy I don't even know. Uh, I have no idea who that is. But that pretty um, much seals the game for you. Well, it's a nice way to. I can't, still can't see the kid's last name. I don't. Know, I'll he, look him up real quick. Um. Well, that was a nice way of the Brownies to come back. Obviously, um, because it's important to win these preseason games. Well, and we go back to 2017 uh, with Deshaun Kaiser. 4-0, baby. 4-0 preseason. That was Bubba Bolden. Bubba Bolden. Now, he's been with the team. Has he not in the past? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Now you got an unsportsmanlike on the Browns. Uh Uh-oh. Now, is Bolden from um, uh, Boise State after the play? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm going to agree with Schwartz here. That's garbage. That is total. Well, they're, what no. they're calling, by the way, what they're calling is that you have Browns players coming off the sidelines with no helmets on. And Anthony so that's Schwartz. what they're calling. It's good to see Jim Schwartz. Yeah, all these Schwartzes. Jim Schwartz, Anthony Schwartz. Then you got Anthony Walker. I, I, was calling, I was calling Anthony Walker, Anthony Schwartz the other day on my show. I was so embarrassed. I had to come back on the next night and, and apologize for calling Anthony Walker, Anthony Schwartz. But we've got, um, so the Brownies are going to take a knee here, I believe. And they will win their preseason game. A nice, a nice win. Um, Who would you say were the defensive uh, standouts that you saw? I got to write a a dog pound daily article. Have any good, good, good takes. You know, I like Tommy Togiai tonight. Uh huh. And um, I liked uh, Jordan Elliott as long as he was in there. They really kind of held that down. Up mm-hmm. the middle. I mean, last year you kind of see these guys getting driven down the field mm-hmm. twenty yards, and yeah. they're kind of holding it down, and they're they're doing their reads, and they're getting where they're supposed to be. Right. So, I mean, I'm I was impressed by those two on defense. Okay, but that's who I watch. I watch linemen. So right, right. Um, see, that's what I was trying to on the offensive side of the ball. How do I throw Isaiah McGuire in there as well? If you're wanting like a standout rookie, I'd throw Isaiah McGuire in there. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was. I was. Um, do you think? Um, 
Well, here, let me look here real quick. Um, any final take before I let you go? No, nah, I'm good. You're good. Go Browns. Go Browns. We gotta lose. We gotta lose one of these preseason games. Otherwise, you don't want the the, the curse of going three and zero and then going zero and seventeen. We don't want that. So we gotta lose one of these preseason games. We're not the Ravens. We're not out here trying to win our preseason games. And the Ravens were ranked number five in some. What ranking was that that you saw? Was that ESPN? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember. I think it's probably some ESPN poll or something. You know, I mean, I think ESPN polls are based on, like, if we hype these games. I think they probably, like, look at their their schedule and say, these are the teams we're broadcasting. Let's put them in the top ten and, like, perpetuate this so that we have all the good games. I do. I think it's. I'm not even joking. I literally think this is what they do. Oh, I totally. I mean, the storylines um, that they're building all the time. Like earlier in the week, they were talking about uh, oh Aaron Rodgers and Denver and this animosity between whatever so and so said from Denver, and then they're all already talking about it. Like you know, week eight, they're going to be playing out in Denver, and I mean the the storyline setups in the NFL are drive the league. I mean, they're make so much money but it's it really is um almost a fix almost fixed uh in, in a way boy the borg oh. is just at it so i tell you see that tweet about the tulia tungo Vialoa getting offers to go to the sec some no. unnamed sec team i'm like was well, this espn paying them to go to the sec i mean right. i would i wouldn't even be surprised ESPN right. going to come out and pay them because that's that's their network. The SEC is yes. their network, so mm. I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't want the the name to hype up all preseason yeah. so they can like yeah. run it out there. So the week was good. The Browns had a good week in Greenbrier. They trashed an airplane. They came home. They they came back and beat the Jets. 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 Uh, and now the Browns will carry that euphoria over into playing Washington next Friday night down at Cleveland Browns stadium. We are going to give away two. That's right, Joel, two tickets to that game. So start spreading the news, uh, joining the fun, follow the fanatical elves network. We appreciate you tuning in tonight and following us toward the end of the game. We had lights go out there in Canton Saturday, big day for Browns fans. If you are a diehard fan, like we all know you are, you need to hustle over, get down to Canton, and as we honor the great Joe Thomas, number 73, as he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, can't wait to watch that moment. He talked tonight on the one of the many interviews on NBC and his his drive and his love affair for his, his, his family, and he had a seven-year-old son there, and they have, well, I think, four kids. So that'll be a touching moment. I think it's the first time that the family and his wife are inducting him um, as he goes into the Hall of Fame. Should be a great. By the way, that that dude's got huge hands. Yeah, like, his hands are monstrous. Like I'm looking at, like that's like Michelangelo's David huge hands. Like completely <laughs> disproportionate to the rest of his body. He's got these like little arms. These like giant hands. Yes, like, it, it's it's insane. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. No, that's it. That's all I got, man. I'm I'm done. I just tune in. Thanks again for tuning into our, our Fanatical Elves Network. We will be bringing you pregame and postgame shows like this. We'll be bringing you, uh, up, you know, during the regular season. We're going to have uh, postgame shows talking about Kevin Stefanski, what our takes are on him and the and the team as we get going. Saw some good things tonight. Had a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll uh, do some good things Friday night in front of the home crowd. 
And uh, have a good night, everybody. Go Brownies. Go Take Brownies. care. Okay, see you, Joel. See you.